Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. The Self Love Club, a place where boss babes share their stories to empower women. Welcome to the Self Love Club podcast. I'm your host, Belle Crawford. Hello, gorgeous Self Love Clubbers. During these uncertain and unsettling times, the Self Love Club will continue to be a safe place for you. We can navigate through this time together with the community we have built over the past 18 months. And I can tell you what, you're the loveliest, kind-hearted souls around. There is going to be a lot of stress and worry for everyone, including financial stress, changes with people's work and income. We will cover the economic impact with an expert in a future episode, but at this stage, this episode with my naturopath Erin O'Hara will really help with what we need right now. In this episode, we cover managing our stress during COVID-19, how do we do it? Get expert advice and practical tips to manage and reduce our stress and anxiety. Find out the link between our stress and our immunity and ways we can boost our well-being. If you're in New Zealand for official information about COVID-19, visit covid19.govt.nz. There's also an Instagram account at Unite Against COVID-19 and you can free phone 0800 358 5453. Take care, beauties. Erin, welcome back to the Self Love Club podcast. We have had you on a very long time ago, so thank you so much for the, your time today in a time where we definitely need someone like you to help us out a little bit, so thank you. Oh, thanks for having me. Yeah, so this episode is all about how we can manage our stress during a very uncertain time. People are all being affected. It's very worrying for people, and it's making life hard in so many different ways. So I think it's important that we talk to someone who is an expert at helping people manage stress on getting through this time and obviously it's not going to be like solve all our problems but it will help a lot from the get-go so tell us some ways that we can manage our stress during this time so stress is something very much perceived so what's really stressful for some one person is not as stressful for another person and it's about learning how to kind of keep yourself calm and sort of navigate your way through without getting too overwhelmed and fearful. And when we're entering into a space of unknown, that's actually what's bringing in for a lot of people a lot of fear and a lot of anxiety is just not knowing what's tomorrow going to be like, what's the next week going to be like, are they going to have a job, how's the family going to be supported, is anyone in the family going to get sick? And there's so many worries that just start to go over and over and over in the mind. And that mind chatter is actually what makes you more and more stressed and anxious and overwhelmed by not knowing how to kind of manage the next day. Mm. And so what we can do is actually just remind ourselves about coming back to our center point and not getting taken away by the overwhelm and fear, which a lot of it is if you're stuck on the, um, watching TV all day, is um, watching too much of the media coverage that actually keeps feeding into that fear of it's getting worse, it's getting worse, and more and more people are kind of watching the news, worrying about what's going on instead of 
maybe checking the news once or maybe twice a day and checking in, see what the status is like and then take it on board and kind of then go, okay, what do we need to do in this next action step instead of trying to jump ahead? And by doing that, you can actually try and keep yourself calm, reduce anxiety and kind of manage your way through the day rather than feeling overwhelmed by listening to all the negativity that's coming through the ne- the media. Yeah. And one thing with the mind is that we've actually got three minds, positive mind, negative mind, neutral mind. And the negative mind is actually the default mind. So in situations like this, we're very much in that survival state, fight or flight. So as soon as there's that state of stress, which is what really this pandemic is creating, is actually allowing, it's making us go into that fight or flight state. And when we're in that, quite often that'll make us feel anxious. Our heart rate will be fast. We maybe not feel like eating or maybe we're the other way around. We want to overeat or um, you can't sleep very well. Maybe sometimes some people, insomnia will come in as just worrying the minds going over and over, all the negative thoughts that are coming in from the worry and fear. And one thing you can do for yourself is actually trying to keep the mind calm and your breath nice and deep. And that's where breathing is incredibly powerful at rebalancing the nervous system. So taking you from that sympathetic nervous system fight or flight and into that calm state of the parasympathetic nervous system, which is all about resting, digesting, and calming the whole body down. And so when we work with diaphragmatic breathing, which is your long, deep breath from your belly, it actually helps you to really calm the nervous system down. So if there are moments where you're starting to feel anxious or maybe a panic attack coming on, actually the number one thing you can do is come back to your breathing. How are you breathing? How can you calm yourself and center yourself and make yourself feel relaxed by simply slowing the breath down. And in yogic teachings, the ultimate breath to get to is a one-minute breath, which is when you'd inhale for 20 seconds, hold the breath for 20 seconds, and exhaling for 20 seconds, which is quite an advanced practice, but it just shows you the power of slowing your breath down and coming back to just bringing more awareness in how you're breathing. Because quite often when we are feeling stressed, we're not aware that we're actually breathing very shallow. Our heart rate's going a million miles an hour and that we're not even in that space of awareness. So maybe it's a matter of doing some long, deep breathing, setting some timers on your phone. Maybe you do it in the morning for five minutes and in the evening for five minutes to kind of wind down so you can get some sleep. And that can just be a really helpful tool. And if there are any other moments that you think, oh my gosh, I feel really overwhelmed by everything going on. Just go, actually, I need to just slow down, stop. And with this isolation that's just come in, we have actually more time to actually slow down and bring more awareness in. Mm. And it's nearly like it's a message from the earth to us to be like, hey, you guys, what are you doing to our planet? It's actually time to Mm. just slow down and actually reflect on your values of what's really important to you. Yeah, you're so right. And it's so incredible to see the changes to the planet by just slowing the world down. Mm. Yeah, and I think that's another thing. Like a lot of people, I mean, it's it's a very serious situation that there are people whose jobs are already on the line. I've heard from people who've already lost their jobs and the economic impact of this is going to be huge it's going to be it's going to affect everybody but like and I'm not saying this is a mindset that's going to again solve all your problems but for some of us like you may have had your hours cut and that's very stressful and very worrying but at the same time 
like I decided to this week I had some contract work cut and some you know income cut and I'm like yeah I could get worried about it but I also am really lucky and I can look at the good side of it that I actually have some time this week to work on things on my own work as a freelancer and then also have some time to rest which I don't think we prioritize a lot because we're all trying to get so many things done and we live in this society where it's we're so busy all the time, and yeah, and now's a now's a time where we, we have no other choice but to stay at home and to to slow just slow down. Like that's that's what we have to do. I think people have kind of become proud of being busy and achieving and going up and up and up the ladder and taking that step forward. But actually, sometimes we need to just take that moment for ourselves. And there's a lot that can come into slowing down and actually inner reflection. It's actually where the greatest intuition and ideas can come from in those slow moments. Mm. And if we can look at it, the positive side of it, instead of doom and gloom, instead, okay, how can I utilize this time of isolation when we're at home? Maybe you don't have as much work on if you can't work from home. What can you utilize that time to really reflect on what are your true values and where you can kind of direct yourself after we come out of isolation of, okay, where do I want to head next in life? Mm. And actually think about it in a positive way. And maybe that's a time where you've got time to do some, whether it's goal setting or inner reflection, truly listening to what you want out of your own life. Because quite often we don't do what we really want to do. Instead, we do what we think we should be doing, Mm. which is not always the right answer. Um, I'm a big believer of really following what innately feels right from your own inner guidance and that we really have our own path mapped out for us. It's whether we choose to listen to it or not. And I always like to think about it as like a roadmap. If we go straight in the right direction to where we're heading, the life flows with a lot more ease. And when we try to take too many detour routes, it's actually when life gets quite rocky and bumpy. Mm. And that's actually all those real challenging times is actually taking all the side roads that are like gravel, basically, Mm. bumping along, trying to get back on the track. And I think if we can use isolation time to really go inwards, slow down, reflect, maybe do some things, some jobs that you've kind of put on the back burner that you think, oh, I'll do that when I've got time. This is a great time to have time (laughs) to do those projects and actually reflect on where you want to head next when, you know, the world comes back into its normal normal or new normal flow yeah and I think you're right you know there is this thing and we're very busy it's also a social expectation now employers a lot of them you know like in in the working world you're expected to be very busy and because businesses have been under the pump already and this is going to make it even worse there has been that expectation of just work 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 and and you and people are still going to have to work through this time but it's going to be different you know and and things like working from home is a new concept to a lot of people um, we will continue to provide ideas and ways you can work around it because there are ways you can do it. It is hard, but it's just something we're going to have to do, you know. Yeah, I think you've just got to learn a way of working from home and making it work. Also, with having a family there with schools closing, it's going to be another mm. whole world having the whole family in the one house. Maybe you've got a small house, maybe you've got a big house that you can have an office. Everyone's going to be in a totally different situation and actually not annoying each other and getting stressed out by being all in the same kind of area, trying to work and trying to homeschool and and keep kids entertained. It's going to be all sorts of internal stresses as well as the financial stress. There's so many layers of the stress that's kind of creeping in with this new change. 
and actually learning, okay, how can we set up the house to function in a way where we can run the family and have workspace? And how, if you've got space in your house, can you set in the area that is a work area that mm-hmm. you can actually still have that um, disconnection from work, that you don't end up working from home and working 24 hours Do not work from your bed. That's the tip. <laughs> Do not work in your bed. It's not good for your mental health. If you can, like, and not everyone has a house where they can set up an office, but if you if you can, set up a space at a table or a desk outside of your bedroom if possible. I think that's key. And, you know, structuring your day. You're someone that's worked for yourself for a while, so I guess you would have learned some ways in structuring your day. If people don't – this is a very new normal to some people and they're having to think on the fly like we all are at the moment. What are some ways you would uh, recommend for us to structure our days a little bit or, like, you know, um, get up and whether it's doing that breath work you talk about or doing a little bit of yoga or, uh, you know, what are some ideas you would give us on that? Well, routine and structure actually helps us feel calm because it creates kind of like a container for everything to kind of flow along. And I'm a big um, believer of like having that discipline and it's actually a big part of the yogic teachings as well as having that daily discipline or what they call sadhana, which means spiritual daily practice of being able to do something to connect to your own self, your own soul. And usually like I, for me, I'm very about routine. Like I love having that routine that then becomes habit. Like one thing that if you don't create a routine, then you'll never create the habit that will stick with you. And it's a little bit like like brushing your teeth. Like we just naturally do it. It just happens in our daily routine. We quite often don't even think about it for most people, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, hope you do. Yeah. Um, but like we can actually create that same habit for our breath work or our meditation practice. And for if you're new to doing meditation, it's about not about creating, uh, like being creative and doing something different every day. It's about doing the same thing every day. Like nearly like the same process of like sit down, don't have to think about it, just do the practice and then move on to the next Mm. part of the day. And little and often is way better than doing nothing a week and then getting to Sunday and being like, oh my gosh, I'm stressed out. I've done nothing for my own self health and caring for myself and my well-being my mental well-being and then doing a big meditation on Sunday to kind of make up for the whole week it doesn't work like that like you are better off structuring in five to ten minutes or 20 minutes if you've got 20 minutes do it in the morning and then you've kind of done it so my way of doing it is I always do my practice in the morning before I do anything else so my theory is I don't help anyone else till I've helped myself And so it's part of my daily ritual. I get up, I usually have a cup of tea, and then I sit and I do my practice. I do a combo of kundalini yoga, some meditation, some chanting. Whatever is your jam, you kind of need to do. Like if you're into chanting, chant. If you're into breath work, do breath work. If you're into doing guided meditations, like there's so many incredible apps out there, Mm -hmm. Um, not just for adults, but even for kids. Like adult apps, there's great ones like Headspace, insight timer calm app like they're all incredible and youtube has so many free guided meditations so many free meditations that you can actually list tune into and just do it and make it so you don't have to think too much so sometimes those guided Mm. ones are great because you don't have to think about what you're doing you just kind of follow the guidance 
And then for kids, there's an amazing one called Smiling, I think it's Smiling Mind. Mm, that's a really good which app. is a great app that kids can do because not only are adults getting stressed, but kids are too because obviously kids love routine. They thrive on routine. And as soon as you've got all this change of not going to school, so the day is so different, it's not structured. Mm. And it's like school holidays, but it's not school holidays because they've got to stay at home. So how does that kind of work? So I think if kids are feeling anxious, which some of them are because they're following the media, they're hearing other kids talk about what's going on in the world and they're getting a bit stressed out, maybe it's affecting their sleep because kids Mm. also can have sleep problems and anxiety. And that maybe it's a matter of getting them to do a little practice in the evening. Or maybe mum and child do it together. Like it's something that you can be like, cool, we're going to do our meditation practice or on following the app. And then you go to sleep and you both yeah. have a good night's sleep too. Yeah. So structure for our day is going to be key right now to get us through this very interesting time, which is going to be constantly changing. We're going to have to adapt as it, as it progresses and things are changing as they are. I guess at this time, self-care, I mean, self-care is important every day, no matter what, but right now, self-care is so important. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, so boosting immunity is so, so important. Like, we're just at a really interesting time because we're going into that time of autumn. The temperature, you'll obviously notice, is changing. We're going from summer, where it's been a lot warmer at night, to suddenly it's got a lot colder at night. Um, It's not cold, but it's cooler. And so then we've got that temperature change. And these times where it's in between seasons, like autumn and spring, is actually the time where there's a lot more bugs around. So not only is there coronavirus, but there's also all sorts of coughs and colds and just people getting generally run down. And so I know whenever anyone's getting a sore throat now, they're like... (gasps) Oh, I got coronavirus. Everyone's getting a bit panicked. So one thing you can do is really look after your own health and keeping your immunity really strong. And that comes down to your foundation. So getting good an amount of sleep. So making sure you're getting good, solid sleep. Some people do well on six hours. Other people need eight or nine hours. So kind of working out what you need. The real magic is the deep sleep. Mm. And I know lots of people have the apps where they track their sleep or the aura rings. And you want to look on those apps at how much deep sleep am I getting? Because that is where the body heals and recharges. REM sleep and light sleep, you could be in bed for hours and you'll never recharge from just Mm. that kind of light sleep pattern. And so we want that magic deep sleep. And that was what will make us healthy, our immunity really, really strong as well. Mm. The other one is eating food, like making sure we're getting really good nutrition in. And if you're working from home, sometimes the fridge is right there <laughs> and you can go and grab so snacks, many snacks. <laughs> snacks all day. And I guess, we've, and also if you're a stress eater, that's also a really hard mm. one to manage if you're working from home. So just actually having a little bit of a plan for yourself of, okay, what am I going to eat today? And have it kind of put out in your mind, okay, I'm going to have a bit more of structure, a breakfast that's something healthy, maybe a smoothie, maybe some porridge, um, maybe some fruit, maybe eggs and a little bit of green leafies, whatever works for you for breakfast, some healthy whole foods, little snacks, maybe set a little snack box so you don't overeat for snacks Mm. because that's actually the place where most people go wrong in their diet is snacks is that they'll just have a few more almonds or they'll just have this crack with peanut butter or they'll just have, 
you know, just two biscuits here and you add all that up and that's actually where pe- most people get most of their excess calories and sugar and all their bad food is usually in the snacks. Mm. And then lunches get lots of vegetables in. Vegetables, protein, lots of fiber, making sure the body's got lots of good nutrition's go- nutrients going in as well as the fiber for detoxification as how we detox is actually what keeps our body healthy. So if we're eliminating toxins through the digestive system, it's actually going to boost our immunity up as well. So we need the fiber to actually make the digestive system work properly. And then afternoon snacks and then a really healthy dinner and Mm. make it nice family time because everyone's at home, great opportunity to get into family eating if you don't usually do that because it's really good for teaching kids healthy eating is actually eating as a family, all eating the same meal, eating lots of fruit and vegetables and nice protein sources and a little bit of carbohydrates for some nice good energy and solid stable energy levels throughout the day. And like getting that foundation. So you've got sleep, you've got healthy eating and then getting in some nice meditation practice or breathing practice, making nice and calm. And then supplements is the other thing. Now we're in a time where obviously people are getting worried about getting sick, maybe have got a little bit of a cough or a cold, but not coronavirus, but a cough or a cold, and um, need some vitamins to really support you to boost you up and boost your whole immune system. And that's where vitamin C therapy can be incredible. And that's when you'd use your vitamin C, not in big doses all at once, which is usually what a lot of people do, is that they just try and smash the vitamin C, but actually vitamin C is a water-soluble vitamin. So if you put 2,000 milligrams in at once, you're just going to pee it all out because right. your body can't uptake that much at once, unless it's a liposomal vitamin C product. So that's where those liposomal ones, they're in a lipid molecule, so a fat molecule, and it, most of it crosses the, the into the membrane, into the cells. So you get a better uptake of the vitamin C, and that's why they're more premium than just a standard vitamin C product. Then with if you're on a regular vitamin C product, also amazing. You just need to do it a little bit more regularly. So you might do 250 milligrams or 500 milligrams every two to three hours. Just a little bit and often is going to really boost your system up. And there's lots of research that shows that I think it's adults, the improvement from recovery from a cold is I think about 8 to 10% for, if you're taking vitamin C. So you recover faster, and I think for kids it's about 15%. So by actually taking the vitamins, it's got antioxidants, it's going to help you fight the infection and really boost you up and recover a little bit quicker from your common cold. Or if you do get the coronavirus, you're also going to need to do the same thing. Because for viruses, it's not like bacteria where you can have um, antibiotics. It's a virus, so you really just need to work on your self-care your good nutrients, your vitamins going in, obviously depending on how bad you have it. If you're really bad, you're being in hospital. But if you've just got a mild version of it, then actually vitamin C is going to help you a lot. Mm. Then the other um, favorite immunity boosters is herbal medicine. Um, favorite herbs is astragalus, which really boosts white blood count, helps you fight infection, and angiographis and echinacea. They're probably my three favorite immune-boosting um, herbs. And if you are, if you if you have got a really bad infection, then golden seal is incredible. It's like antibacterial, antifungal, antiviral, anti all the antis. It's antimicrobial. So basically, anything that you need to er- remove from the body, 
get rid of. It's an incredible herb. Mm-hmm. Um, quite a little hard to access, though. You need to know someone who has herbal medicine products to kind of find that one usually. Mm. Um, and then the other things that are incredible is your mushroom products. So some of my favorites is anything with reishi or shiitake mushrooms in, uh, especially if they're at a high dose in a tablet. They can be great to really boost your system up and boost your immunity and help you fight off infection. And then for vitamins, also the fat-soluble vitamins are great, which is your vitamin A, D, and E. And they're great to just add an extra boost, especially now we're more indoors. Vitamin D, we get most of vitamin D from the sunlight. So it's not quite as sunny. You might not be outside as much as you usually are. So you may even want to look at adding that as a supplement. And it's really important for mood as well, vitamin D. I think right now you're so right and you've given us so many good tips there that we can use and put into place in our lives if we're not already. I think nourishment is so important right now and if you're not nourishing your body very well, you need to be. Um, And, you know, we've seen so many people be panic buying at the supermarkets and it's really interesting seeing what people have been panic buying, toilet paper aside. They're going for things like biscuits and rice and pasta when – I mean, I went to the supermarket to get a few things to make some meals and there's so many fresh vegetables or go to your local, um, obviously there's no markets at the moment, but if you've got a local grocer and they're still open and you can get there safely, then do that. But vegetables, I mean, we can make so many things. I know. I think a lot of people are buying a lot of packaged foods like the world's ending and the the, the shops are going to be open and we really need the fresh fruit and vegetables. If you can access them, those are going to be best. And if you can't, then frozen vegetables are kind of like your next best optional, frozen berries and frozen fruit. So if you can kind of have a little bit of supply of those, just in case you can't go out and get something on a particular day, but the shops will be open. And we don't want to just fill up on biscuits and pasta and rice. And the other thing I noticed that was sold out was sugar. And I was like, yeah, I'm why right. are people buying bags of sugar? Like, what are they going to eat with sugar? Are they going to make cookies? I don't know. Yeah, but- it's like the people have panicked. They've gone for all the sugary items that are going to give you a quick sugary hit and then dump you. And then you're not... Yeah, we need to be building our immunity, and, and that is vegetables and those sorts but of foods. Sugar, if you actually put sugar in your system, it actually lowers your immunity. Really? Yeah. You actually have to fight it. So it's like, well, if you put sugar in, you're actually putting yourself in a worse state of immunity. So we really want to avoid the sugar as much as we can. So people shouldn't be stocking up on sugar because, if anything, they should be eating more whole foods. So mm. if you're buying things to kind of store away, my suggestion would be things like beans. And then if you're like, they're great because they give you a protein source, but a carbohydrate, they store really well. You don't need stacks of them. You're still going to be able to get vegetables and things from the supermarkets. Um, also, um, and you can make things like hummus out of chickpeas. Like you can get really creative or mm. even the dried ones. You can go and buy a bunch of dried beans and lentils. They're great sources of um, energy and fiber so they're going to be great for you also if you're choosing grains if you go for the whole grains then maybe try some new ones like quinoa millet some brown rice rather than just filling up on white rice at least you'll get a bit more fiber from those options mm. and then nuts and seeds incredible for brain power all those omegas that are going in through the nuts and all the, the they've got really good essential fats. Mm. So nuts give you essential fats. The body doesn't produce that the body actually needs. 
and that those can be really good for your health too. Yeah, and if people are worried about money at the moment, which a lot of people will be, you know, we are going to be, you know, a lot of us will have less work and, and, and also not just that but trying to go to the shops less often to protect other people and be well stocked. Things like, you know, making curries that can last you a long time or, you know, like slow-cooked meals. I'm doing a lot of those, you know. Like you can pack so much goodness, you know, vegetables, potatoes, like all sorts of veggies. I just try to put as many as I can in, you know, and there's there's so many options like that, which when you break down the price, it's actually very cost-effective and very nourishing. So I think a lot of people will probably end up spending less on food because they're used to eating out. We're a culture that quite often will go and have avocado on toast or something like that out at a cafe and spend $20 when actually you can make lots of meals with that. And I, I love your idea of slow cooker. Like you can make a big batch of healthy soup. You can mm. put your veggies in. You can put some lentils in there maybe for a bit of extra fiber or some sort of soup mix, which has the usually some beans and lentils or barley or something like that in it. And then maybe if you want to make a chicken soup, you put chicken in it. But you'll, you'll get so many nutrients from making a really nourishing soup. Mm. And also if you've already got it made, like that just makes it 10 times easier to have yeah. a healthy lunch. Like if you've got a big batch of soup already made, all you have to do is heat up one serving. It's so much easier to eat healthy than having to think every time you go to make a meal. Mm. Yeah, it's going to make life a lot easier. If you can do things like that at the moment, I think it's, you know, tips that our parents and our grandparents would have taught us. I know my mum did and she was, you know, I'm really lucky that I was able to learn things like that. But just getting back to basics a bit more, I think. I think we're very spoiled. And yeah, like you say, we can go out all the time. We we have all these like fancy foods now. Like just get back to the basics and actually nourish yourself with whole foods. I think more people will eat healthier because if you think back, I think of my Oma, which is a grandma, she's in her 90s and she still grows mostly all her own veggies, basically lives off the land and just eats very basic food. And she's so healthy. And I think in this modern day life, we've got so used to packet food and just like in anything that's quick. But we're going to have time, so why don't we get into, get some cookbooks out, make some new recipes, and obviously things like my food bag probably won't be as accessible, so actually making some recipes, looking at recipes online, because everyone's got internet, Mm. basically find anything you want, and try some new recipes, maybe make some healthy treats, like some bliss balls, or macaroons, or some sort of raw slice that's got lots of nuts in and kids usually love those things and you can get them to help them help you make it and that actually makes them tend to want to eat it more than if they've helped you than if they haven't yeah now we're talking about things i want to talk more about immunity things like sugar decreases our immunity which we need our immunity to be really good right now and boost it as much as we can another thing i wanted to touch on is that is alcohol and you know we've seen and it's, you know, there's a lot of memes going around, people stockpiling and, you know, um, people have been saying that, you know, in stores that it's been very similar to Christmas shopping with alcohol. But the thing with drinking at the moment, you've got to be really careful because alcohol decreases your immunity as well. Yeah, alcohol and caffeine, those two are so hard on your immune system. So with alcohol, you're making your liver work really hard. You're actually pumping your body full of toxins. Like, that's really as toxic as alcohol for our body. It has to process it in that same way as if you're putting poison in your body. And so it's about keeping that moderation. If you really like the odd drink, just making sure it's not a habit that you have it every day. Mm. And I think with the level of stress going up, people generally think, oh, I'll just wind down with a glass of wine. 
because it'll calm you down. And it kind of does give you that effect. It makes you feel calm, but also you won't feel great the next morning when you wake up if you've had a couple glasses of wine. And it will also affect your sleep quality. You don't sleep as well, even though you might feel like you are. You will never it's wake up. It's the worst sleep after you drink. I hate it. It's like I can't sleep. Yeah. See, it's ne- <laughs> there's nothing good about it. Like it's it's actually better off looking after your health, reducing the amount of alcohol you're having, and maybe put a limit on yourself that you only have maybe two drinking nights a week. We yeah. don't drink excessively. Just drink drink in moderation, and you'll save money too. And you'll save money. You'll look after your health. Your immunity will be stronger. And that'll help your overall health. And then with caffeine. Because mm, like, people, like, I mean, a lot of us l- l- work days are living on coffee and I try to limit it to one a day and that's it. Um, but That's usually my suggestion. Yeah. It's one a day. The body can kind of cope with that. Any more than that, especially because we're at a time of more stress, it can actually make you more anxious. So if you're suddenly living on coffee, mm. you can run on that adrenaline and you run on the adrenaline over and over and over and eventually you'll crash. Like it might not be for a couple of months. Like you might be able to cope with that high energy adrenaline rush for a few months and then eventually you'll just get so depleted because it's like living on your savings account. So you can use caffeine in that same way. It's nearly like you're taking a little loan from your savings account, borrowing some energy. Okay, so you can run at a little bit higher rate than what your body's actually capable of. And if you keep doing that, eventually the savings account or the energy bank will be empty. And that's when you get into more the adrenal fatigue, which is what we won't see right now. We'll more see maybe six months to a year down the track of people being living on adrenaline all the time. Mm. Is that they then get dumped into burnout and fatigue stage. Yeah, we'll cover that. I wanted to cover that. Before this all happened with COVID-19, I was planning to do an episode with you about adrenal fatigue, which you've helped me with, and chronic fatigue and things. So we will touch on that another time because I think, you know, that's – I think it's something really important for people to know about because that lifestyle, which we all live in, you know, that in this world, it does sort of lead to that. Um, Maybe this time is actually a time where we actually learn to slow down and pace ourselves mm-hmm. and actually have more self-care because we're actually forced into rest. Like the whole planet has been forced into rest, including resting the planet. And that's what's actually, look, look at how quickly, like, the planet is recovering. Like, China being able to see blue sky, Venice being able to see dolphins in the waterways. Yeah. Like our bodies the same. If we give it that chance to recover and rest, it can work at a more optimal level. Mm-hmm. So it's about pacing yourself, like obviously navigating your way through what's going on and any stress that might be there, but actually taking that time to use it as a rebuild yeah. and reset and kind of take it into that next part of the the year ahead yeah you've talked us through some things that do decrease our immunity like the coffee like the the alcohol and the sugar i wanted to touch on in this episode because i find this very interesting and i i think it's quite important for people to know the link between stress and our immunity tell us about that yeah so when we're stressed we actually put a lot of stress on our whole endocrine system which is all your glands and that can affect your hormone balance. Um, so, like for women, like hormone reproductive hormone balance, as well as immunity, and that actually means we've got more free radicals in the body, and it actually decreases your ability for immune system to function. And so, if we're living on stress, we actually reduce our ability to fight infection. And that's why the number one thing you can boost your immunity is actually reduce your stress, as it helps to. 
boost the immunity up mm. as we calm the whole system down and bring the glandular system into balance. In yoga, we call it the glandular system, more mainstream known as the endocrine system. As our pituitary gland is our master gland. It's right in the front of the brain, and it's quite close to the hypothalamus gland. Now, these two glands work very closely together, regulating, especially hypothalamus, all your main body functions like appetite, thirst, um, mood, hormones, like all those general function um, all come from the balance of those glands. And so when we're stressed, we get this imbalance on what's known as the hypothalamus pituitary adrenal axis. And that is what throws our whole system off balance. And that's why generally when we are stressed, it actually not affects just our immunity, but it affects like our whole system, our whole mm. body. Like we'll find that maybe our periods are off balance for a female or um, libido is low or um, you might get a, a thyroid condition can sometimes suddenly come on from stress or maybe adrenal fatigue. So all those glands throughout the body are actually related to each other mm. and the hormones are just chemical messengers. So hormones, not just reproductive hormones, but hormones that are basically keeping the body in balance are all getting sent out and that really gets affected hugely with stress. Mm. So it affects how our whole body functions when yeah. we're stressed out. Yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, and it's not like we can completely, in these situations, we're not saying, you know, like, just don't be stressed because that's not going to be a thing and there's going to be moments where you're going to be stressed and then there's moments where you're not. So I just, I guess it's, it's a hard one, isn't it? But I've sort of started thinking of the mindset of, you can get a little bit stressed and that's okay. Like it's okay to be upset and a bit stressed in these situations because it is very worrying times and people are worrying about so many different things. But try, if you can, keep, I'm not saying that it's that it's not okay to feel that way, but if you can just try keep it in perspective a little bit. And another thing I've started thinking is, well, I can't control that. I can't control that there's going to be people's, my work is going to be a little bit cancelled here and there or I can't control that, so I can't worry about that because you're I, in the same space as me. I have that same. Mindset I can't control it, so why would I worry? What's going on? So why get stressed out about it? Also, my personal way, because obviously I run a business that is obviously getting exactly. affected hugely by this, and my way is how I manage my own personal stress is just taking one day at a time. Yeah. So I just take one day and, okay, what's the changes for today? Mm-hmm. What do I need to implement? How do I make that happen? And then move to the next day. Yeah. And, okay, where are we at today? And I feel like that's the kind of space, especially right at the moment, we're right at that peak. Oh, yeah. And I think that the best thing you can do is one day at a time. Mm. And then my other personal thing is I just have to do my practice, my yoga meditation practice and if I haven't done that I just notice it and as soon as I finish my practice I just feel like I'm totally different (laughs) is that yoga high it's a good feeling (laughs) I'm like yes that's right this is how breathing feels like yeah how calm nervous system feels and I think that keep coming back to those re I nearly call it a reset point of Mm. when you go and you do your practice even if you've got 20 minutes you can do something and you come out of it and you're like, oh, yes, this is how I feel. The other magical thing you can try is yoga nidra. Like it is like it's known as yogi sleep. And there's so many amazing recordings that you can find on Spotify and Insight Timer and so many online, YouTube, you can get them for free. And you lay down, it's a laying down guided meditation, and it takes you into that deep state consciousness. So it's incredible for 
letting go of stress out of the body and that might be Mm. your practice so you've got to find one sort of practice or a few things that you really find calms your nervous system nervous system down and makes you feel centered and then do that because it's totally okay to have and i want to stress that it's okay to be a bit stressed and worry i mean we're all going to have it um, and have moments of it. It's like riding a wave. I had a bit of it the other night where I was really worried about other people. You know, I've got family that live in Australia. Um, I've got, you know, a mum who's a teacher who has been around, obviously around kids, and now that's not going to be a thing. But, you know, there's people you worry about and yeah. all the old people, I worry about them, you know, and then I've been seeing them out and about and I've think you're naughty you should be at home (laughs) little rebels we're trying not to kill you but like that's the thing like I started getting worried about everyone else and then and then you do get worried about the financial side of things like how are you going to be able to pay things if your work is getting cut and getting you know but and and we're all going to be in that situation but if you can just try keep it in perspective a little bit and that's not to say you can't feel that way sometimes just you're going to be able to eat you're going to be able to have somewhere to live like it's all going to work out and yeah, you might have to move home or, and that sucks if you have, but then you're going to have a place to live and you just got to be, I think the way I think as well is I'm so lucky for what I have is so much, it's so much more than others have. And so I'm very grateful for what I have, you know? So yeah, sure. You might have some work canceled and that sucks, but look, I'm far better off and I'm so lucky. And be grateful and live in a space of love and compassion. And I think that's one thing I've really noticed through this is that, one thing that people really are doing is connecting to family, to connecting to friends, supporting each other and going, how are you? Rather than trying to like rush their way through life. And I think that's one big thing I've really noticed. And it's really beautiful to see. And I even know for me personally, like I've been talking to my family probably even more than I usually would talk to my family. I'm really close to my family. But it's like, it's interesting how these sorts of um, situations make us go okay what are my values what are what what do I need to connect to to like be in that space of centering and love and compassion for you and everyone else like it's not just your own family but we we actually learn to care for everyone that mm. we're all in the same boat we're all going through the same thing with a lot of stress a lot of worry a lot of financial burden Um, and we can support each other that's one thing we can do and if somebody is really struggling actually help someone out like being in a space of love and compassion for each other and I think that we sometimes have forgotten to do that if you think back to like years and years ago when we used to live in communities that it's normal for communities to support each other. If someone's struggling, then reach out a hand and help them. If someone you know is getting really mentally unstable through this, like check in with them regularly, give them some support, give them some tools, whether it's you teach them how to do long deep breathing Mm. or whether you help them cook some healthy meals or just give them a phone call every day and say, hey, just check in, how are you today? Mm. And I think those basics, we sometimes forget just to, to do is just to check in with each other and check in with yourself and actually take that moment to be like I'm actually feeling like this and it's okay but you know and work through those emotions rather than letting them all store and snore up and you kind of pile them up and up and up and up to the point where you like feel choked 
and actually overwhelmed to the point where you actually can't function. And when I, just, um, I was actually sitting in a stress and vitality course, that's what is on today. Um, and How timely. I know. I was like, of course, that's the course we've planned at the moment. Stress and vitality is the whole country shuts down. Yeah. But anyway, we were talking about how um, people in stress, they quite often respond in two ways. Some people in that state of panic and then other people, if they're feeling overwhelmed, will go into sort of shutdown mode mm. where they actually are feeling so overwhelmed that they can't do anything. Like they literally can't even get out of bed. Like that's where you drop into the state of depression. Yeah. Is actually that high de- and depression and then high anxiety is where you kind of get yourself in such a stressed out state that you just don't know what to do. And I guess that's where we need to catch ourselves when we are feeling stressed and and honour that we're feeling stressed and what the feelings we're feeling to then move through it mm-hmm. and to give ourselves some tools to go, okay, I'm experiencing this. The stress is coming because I'm really worried about my family or I'm really worried about my financial position because everyone's going to be quite different in what's their main worries mm-hmm. at the moment. And actually honouring that and then going, okay, well, what can I do to help that situation rather than feeling helpless? It's more we don't want to get to that state where we're so overwhelmed that we're in either panic attack mode or shut down, can't even get out of bed. Yeah. Want to shut out of the world or suicidal, which is not what we want out of this. And already, like in the short times, the the mental health helplines are like gone through the roof of Mm. people like just getting so overwhelmed with everything that's going on. And, like, our house system can't cope with it. So maybe we need to support each other in the community just that little bit more yeah. of checking in with your family, checking in with any close With your neighbours. Like, there's these little notes. There's this viral kindness thing. Have you seen it? This girl in um, London made it. It's so cool in the UK. And I actually shared them, and I'll, I'll keep sharing them. There's little cards you can make, and you can put them in your neighbour's letterbox, say, if you live around elderly people or anybody. And, it can, yes. and you just... And you just um, tick the boxes, you know, if you if people maybe need a friendly phone call or you can pick up some uh, supplies for them at the supermarket or maybe an urgent pharmacy order. And it's just putting them in your name. Na- I did it last week with some elderly neighbours because I was, I was worried about them, you know, like <laughs> all these old people like going to the supermarket and there's no food for them and it's so sad. I know. Oh, it breaks my heart. Someone like, was telling me the other day that it might have been you. That um, there was an old man at the supermarket crying because yeah. he couldn't get any toilet paper and bread. Like I know, it's like, just so sad. To. No, it breaks my heart because I, I always have a bit of a soft spot for the old people. So like, just seeing them at the moment, it's been horrible. So yeah. just help out people and and also look after yourself. You know, like I think it's very important to be kind to everybody at the moment. We're seeing some incredible kindness and people being so thoughtful, and we're also seeing some very ugly parts of people as well very selfish you know with a lot of the panic buying and and people being nasty I mean thankfully in New Zealand we're a bit kinder but in other places you're seeing like fisticuff fights over things in the supermarkets like guys there is enough for everybody you know Yeah, yeah but I just think be kind to yourself and be kind to others is so important right now I think that's just that state of unknown and that's how we can really behave how we usually wouldn't know but behave that fight or flight, and I think that's what we're seeing so much in the community and actually learning that you are in that state and actually taking a moment to chill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and just knowing that it's okay that you don't really know what's going on and we're all in this together. We're actually all in the same situation in a lot of ways. So 
in some ways it's not a nice thing that we're all going through it but at least we can help each other out you know it's not like sometimes with experiences like this you might be going through it and no one else is at that same time as you but we're in that unique situation that we actually are all going through this together Mm. Mm. another thing I want to touch on before we wrap up today you've given us so many tips and things we can do to manage our stress boost our immunity which is key in this time manage our structure what is um I wanted to talk about because there's going to be for a lot of people emotions you know, anxiety, different mind states that maybe people aren't used to coping with. So, and you talk, when you talked about mental health as well, it is a really key time where we, if we don't already, people don't already have those coping strategies, this is a time that you need to address those. And again, it might be the first time you've experienced this kind of extreme anxiety or, yeah. or just stress. I'm seeing that a lot in the clinic, like people who usually don't experience anxiety suddenly are. And I think that obviously the band-aid approach is to jump onto an anti-anxiety or antidepressant medication that kind of numbs everything. But there are actually a lot of other tools out there and calming the whole nervous system down. My favorite is using herbs. So um, my favorites is passion flower or um, lemon balm or green oats. They're like really good what we call anxiolytic herbs so they calm anxiety down and herbal medicine works incredibly fast like you can take it and feel the difference basically you can definitely taste it tell you what you've given me some absolute interesting (laughs) ones i I always take them i mean i've shot at some interesting things in my life already so hey look if i can do those i can do these yeah herbal tinctures are super (laughs) powerful but super disgusting yeah but they you know it's good for you so you'll drink it you know but there are tablet options as well like things that have lavender and lemon um, and passion flower. the ones you've got me on at the moment the sleep ones is it the new uh, it t- tastes like lavender it's so yummy yeah neuro oh, incredible so product it calms the nervous system down and those sort of products just take the edge off so if you know you're in that space of like not coping quite well and breathing is not enough for you then really reach out to a trained naturopath is a great option or a homeopath and they can give you some support before you then look at the next stage, which is really going on to antidepressant anxiety. Um, and all those herbal options, are, they work so, so fast. Mm. And you can always trial them for like a week. Be like, okay, I'm not coping very well. I'm going to trial some natural remedies for a week and see if that helps me. And then if I'm still feeling super overwhelmed, then look at going on to whatever medications mm. you feel is the right option for yeah. you. I'll put a list of um, services that you can contact if you are struggling at the moment um, for different countries around the world where we have listeners in the show notes of this episode, as well as Erin's details. She's an incredible naturopath. She's helped me so much. So, And also with yoga as well, which is so helpful at this time. I'm always trying to encourage everyone to do yoga because – The benefits to your mind as well as your body are so good. So thank you so much for your time today, Erin. Really appreciate it and all the best. You too. Thanks. Thank you so much for listening to the Self Love Club podcast. Please subscribe for weekly episodes and catch up on eps you may have missed. Reviews and sharing the Self Love Club with your friends and on your Instagram stories helps heaps in spreading the self love message. You can keep up with the Self Love Club at Self Love Club Podcast and at Belle Crawford on Instagram. Plus, find resources and blog posts on my website, bellecrawford.com. We've got heaps of boss babes coming up to empower you through the rest of the year with weekly episodes available each Monday. 
ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hi, I'm Una Chaplin, and I'm the host of a new podcast called Hollywood Exiles. It tells the story of how my grandfather, Charlie Chaplin, and many others were caught up in a campaign to root out communism in Hollywood. It's a story of glamour and scandal and political intrigue and a battle for the soul of a nation. Hollywood Exiles from CBC Podcasts and the BBC World Service. Find it wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.